Welcome back to Break the Conversations. My name is Brett English. And I'm Ryan Ortega. We got Theodorus Fotopoulos and Rebecca Dawn Worrell back in the house again. <laughs> Love to have you guys here. Really grateful for you both. And um, can you just share with us astrologically wise? Is, is that even a word? Astrologically? Yeah. <laughs> Astrology wise? What's happening in the last couple of weeks with the planets and the stars that are affecting us? Because I've been like fucking. Yeah, well, we've had a lot of um, basically in Aquarius season at the moment, which is all to do with community. It's mm. to do with freedom of speech. It's to do with um, flying your freak flag and knowing that everybody is going to your other freak flag people are going to be coming to you. Mm. So it's about, you know, speaking what your truth is and figuring out what that is, um, not just for the purpose of you, but for the purpose of the community. It's about innovation. It's about, you know, so if you think of um, Elon Musk, I don't know if he is an Aquarius or not, but he might, he kind of embodies Elon Musk and Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey is definitely Aquarius. Yeah. Embody like this Aquarian energy, I feel. The way that Jim Carrey embodies this innovation, this higher thinking, and this truth speaking in his weird and eclectic way. Yeah. And then Elon Musk is doing it as in he is so far in the future and it's about innovation. It's how can we do what we're doing better? Like yeah. how can we do it better? Um, and Aquarius rules the mind. So you've got an air sign which rules the mind. Mm. And with we've just come out of Mercury retrograde, which <laughs> that was so fucked for me. Um, what is it about Mercury? Mercury yeah, Mercury retro retrograde. What's one of my speeches? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, well, what's the big deal with that? I always see the memes. I'm like, I don't understand. So this is how I actually got into astrology because yeah. my life would feel like it's falling apart, and then someone would post something about Mercury retrograde. I was like, huh. I keep seeing this every time I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's yeah. like the universe was speaking to me through these other people. So basically the planets don't actually ever go backwards. They appear to be going backwards from the perspective of Earth. Mm. So Mercury retrograde, so you've got every planet represents something. So Mercury represents communication. And we're talking about the planet of communication as well. And going retrograde. So that's probably why our speech is a bit all over the place. Mm. So Mercury represents uh, communication, short-term travel, and social media. Social media? Yeah, yeah, like, so speech, again, communication, okay. right? And yeah. short-term travel, it can mean physical travel or it can mean, um, like, emails, sending letters, contracts, um, and is represented by Gemini and Virgo. So mm. Gemini and Virgo, every star sign um, has, has a planetary ruler. So Gemini and Virgo share uh, Mercury as a planetary ruler. And if you actually break down Gemini and break down Virgo, communication is a part of what is some of the framework for that star, those star signs. And they do it in their different, their different way. So when you've got the planet Mercury going backwards, retro meaning backwards, rewind or visiting the past, mm. every, you can have people um, from the past communicating with you or sending out um, a, like a letter or an invitation or an opportunity via like social media. Um, and because and it has short-term travel, you can have issues with travel, issues with your car, issues with technology because it represents social media. So your phone, your laptop, um, the cloud, um, your charger, you can double book things. So calendar, social is, is again like a, oh, okay. a, a tool. Yeah. 
Um, so it, a lot to do with technology. So also communication, miscommunication, things with contracts, signing contracts that are not in your highest favor. Mm. So during Mercury retrograde, we can be revisiting a lot of things in terms of communication, um, the way that we use the written word to put ourselves out there, um, travel, um, and our closer relationships, all of them be revisited and can basically be shaken up. So when you've got Mercury retrograde, what happens is, say it's just traveling along the sky, when it hits a certain point that it will go retrograde over, this is called pre-shadow. So Mercury's not in retrograde yet, it will keep going forward, but between this part of the sky and this part of the sky, it'll go forwards, and this is called the pre-shadow. So when, retro, when Mercury travels forwards here, it is said to bring up the context of what you are going to be dealing with over retrograde. Then when it gets to this point, it turns around and retrograde begins and it traces back over that same area of sky. That's when the real issue and the problem tends to like heat up. Mm -hmm. Then it'll stop again, it will station direct and it will travel across that part of the sky one more time, which is called post shadow. And then it will leave this section of the sky totally and be able to go on its way. So the first time it traces over is the, the issue is brought to light. Going backwards is where the challenge and the most difficult parts is. And then going back forwards is, again, is meant to be where the solutions or the um, conclusion, endings, tying up loose ends um, tend to come through. So Mercury retrograde is really amazing for finishing things yeah. and for tying up loose ends and for finishing projects. But you do not usually rule of thumb is do not sign anything new do not do anything new if the idea was born during pre-shadow mercury retrograde or post-shadow mm. so if you had the idea and you started initiating something before all of that then that's fine to continue on okay. um but if you're starting something during mercury retrograde where represents the mind communication the thoughts to yourself are backwards yeah. you don't want to be committing to something from a past version of yourself you know, uh, like yeah, you want to, yeah, yeah. you want to be forward thinking. So Mercury retrograde um, finished on the fourth of February, right before the mandates came in. Mm. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, and yes. again, you've got like so, <laughs> like a lot, and and the the mandates, the new mandates were announced during Mercury retrograde, mm. like how they were going to be with the. Oh, segregation okay. and stuff. So that was announced during Mercury retrograde and it actually came effect at the end of the the retrograde here, uh, wait, but, but here. So here, and then during that time that this has all been, um, we've going through the post shadow is when we've actually been taking action in only certain people being able to go to cafes, gyms, you know, hospitality places, and um, people are coming up with more solutions. Right, yeah, people yeah. are dining out. People are stop, um, cafes are stopping serving people dining in. You know, if no one can sit, we'll all stand together, sort of thing. Mm. Um, a lot of the convoys and all of this that is happening, all again, this solution phase of the post shadow of Mercury retrograde. Wow. Um, so we've just come out of that. And the thing is, is when Mercury went retrograde, it was retrograding in Aquarius, which is in the sign of community, right? Mm. The sign of free, um, free speech, equal rights, innovation. So this new upgraded version of fucking society at the moment that again backwards so it retrogrades through Aquarius and then it retrograde a bit into Capricorn mm. Capricorn which is all about your your social image your career it's all to do with your your groundedness um, and a lot of it is to do with you know your long-term plan how are you going to start to work your way towards a long-term plan and 
Capricorn's planet is Saturn, which is the planet of restriction and time, the, the god of time. So then you've got Mercury going from Aquarius into the, the star sign of restriction. You know, so never ends. Yeah, it never <laughs> ends. It never <laughs> ends. So soon we're going to be coming out of in the next couple of days, coming out of Mercury retrograde. Um, sorry, out of Aquarius and into Pisces season, which is all about emotions. <laughs> Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. Water so sign, again, water sign, water sign um, very intuitive, um, and because it's the last sign of the zodiac, it represents. Your, each house of the zodiac representing a different stage of life. So number one, Aries, the house of self. That's imagine you were just born from unlimited consciousness, and the first thing is your perception of that you have a self. Mm. You're now separate instead of oneness. Mm. That's why Aries, it's fire. It's the beginning of life, uh, and you want. Okay. And, and Aries are quite can be quite self-centered, you know. So and then you've got boom, Taurus. That's all about security, safety. That's the next thing you're going to think about as a new human being. What's my security? What's my safety? Number three, Gemini, communication. You learn how to communicate with people around you. You have your own thoughts. You have your mm. own. So, and then four, Cancer, house of home. So it goes through life as a human, and so. Number 12, which is Pisces, it's the last house before you die. So imagine you're on your deathbed and you're reflecting in the way of Pisces um, all the things that were under the surface that you never acknowledged or that you were playing out these patterns that you realized just like weren't worth it. It's also the planet, the sign of um, like drug use and addiction, you know, like trying to suppress all of that stuff down because Pisces has had the journey of all the other star signs and then they carry a, a lot on their shoulders. That me and Theo are both Pisces. Yeah. Carry a lot on their shoulders and a lot of wisdom. And it's that time to kind of integrate and reflect on that wisdom. But it can bring up a lot of really hard shit. And, and, mm. and it being a star sign of emotion, like sensitivity. Um, yeah, and the, the ruling planet of Pisces is Neptune. Neptune and also Jupiter. So Neptune is the planet of illusion spirituality like we were talking before about the spiritual ego that mm. has a lot to do with your spiritual ego is stripped when you die you, you know like it's one of it's the mm. things that you didn't see that were right in front of you and the thing is with neptune if you look at the planet you can't actually see through to the planet there's like this haze around neptune so all these characteristics about the mm. planets actually come in through with the star signs wow. and then jupiter its other planetary ruler is a planet of expansion imagine that you're about to die and become one consciousness <laughs> the planet of expansion the planet of philosophy like jupiter is the biggest planet so it's like this um it's um the planet of abundance like it's so it's this really interesting um yin and yang going on so we're about to enter into pisces season um and we've just come out of venus retrograde too and pluto return is happening in the usa i think over the next venus couple of days what is that enticing so venus represents love and relationships money and stability and, and pleasure in life so the star signs that if it's, have, if it's retrograding that means that that stuff's going away yes or go backwards revisited, yeah, revisited. so oh, lovers okay. from the past contacting you especially because there was a point where venus retrograde was happening at the same time as mercury retrograde Mm. Planet of relationships and security going backwards, issues with earning money, the mandates came in during also Venus retrograde when Venus and I'm pretty sure when Venus and Mercury were both retrograde for about a week or so, mm. that's when the things, this is what's going to be happening, people losing their jobs, mm. cafes having to close, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that, relationships changing, 
you know, like things being revisited. What are your beliefs in this relationship? Where do you stand on this? Oh, well, that's not what I stand on this. Is there enough space in this relationship for us to have differing opinions or, or not? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of, and a lot of the ways, where do you seek your security? Where are you going to seek pleasure in life? A lot of us that aren't vaccinated, the way we seek pleasure in life is, is going to change. Not change, but maybe the modality and the way in which we do that. I'm not going to cafes anymore. You know, not going to clubs anymore. Not like yeah. I went to clubs a lot anyway, but um, events and, 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 and things like that, like a lot of that is changing. So that going backwards really made us think, what, what, how am I deriving my, my, my pleasure and my security and my, um, my comfort from life? And that rules a sign Taurus and also Libra. So Taurians are very known for... Um, really deriving a lot of sense of security from their material standing. Mm. And Librans are known to, um, again, be very relationship-oriented. You know, Librans typically, depending what else they have in their chart, the, one of their, the, their sign is the weighing scales. They want to see things evenly. And also they're very ruled by um, justice. Justice, yeah. Justice, yeah. yeah. And, and so Theo's got um, his Mars is in Libra. So the planet of action and motivation in Libra. So he is motivated in, in a lot of ways by justice, mm. by the Makes balance, sense. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by, by looking and being like... If, I, <laughs> if I'm uh, the Greek that, um, you know, so they look at the scales and they're like, well, if I'm going to be putting this on my end of the scale, what are you going to put to measure up? Is it, is it even or not? And scales can also be the middle of the scale being the present, the left one being the past, and the front being the future. So, it, so it's almost like the Librans tend to um, embody the more love and relationships aspect of um, Venus, and then Taurians tend to get the love and relationship aspect, but more through experiencing the pleasures of life. Like, for example, one of our friends, like, is a Taurus, and every time like he's having food, it's like this whole journey when they're having food and he's a Taurus. Mm. So it's, it's this, it's this, um, the, like this based on the senses for Taurians and also, yeah, their financial, where, mm. where do I feel comfortable with my financial standing? Yeah. Yeah, so. so what's your star sign, Ryan? Uh, I think Scorpio. Scorpio, Scorpio. yeah. 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 You're thinking for now. <laughs> 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 we like discovered since I spoke to you last By week. By the end of the podcast, you will be something else. <laughs> yeah, but because last time we spoke, since we spoke last, um, I found out through Theo, which was so cool, because in my last relationship, I didn't really have much support to be talking about astrology and things. Mm. And um, Theo, you were talking to Diggory, and yeah, he yeah, brought up si sidereal astrology. Oh, that, that, that 13th Man. Song? No, no, so that's no, another no. way. It's, it's okay. almost like um, so you've got the Western Western astrology, which is known as tropical, mm. and then you've got the Eastern style of philosophy, Hindu, which is which is um, sidereal or Vedic astrology. Sidereal. So okay. the Western tropical astrology looks at the sky, and you know how you've got all the constellations in the sky. Yeah. They don't, they don't take up the exact same amount of space in the sky, right? They're clusters of stars. They're not to the exact degree the same amount of the sky. Yeah, so yeah. the sun might be travelling through, for example, um, Pisces a, a little bit longer than Aquarius. So because the Roman calendar is based on the cycles of the sun, mm. that means that the months would be different lengths. That's so true, yeah. for the sake of the Roman calendar, mm. Western tropical astrology, they looked at the sky and they divvied it up, divvied it up into 12 equal slices of pie. 
So when they might say, oh, now this is the month of Sagittarius, well, no, it's still, it's still back in um, Scorpio, for example. So Western tropical astrology has divvied up the sky in 12 equal slices, which is not accurate, <laughs> but also yeah. it's looking at where the stars were in connection to the Earth from 0 AD, not mm. now, because the, the, Earth, the, the position of Earth to the stars is different. But now Vedic astrology and sidereal astrology, it looks at the sky, it accounts for the 13th star sign, yep. but the Roman calendar doesn't, because God forbid that's the 13th month. Mm. But oh, they wouldn't yeah. be, But because it, it, it would still, still be the 12 months, but the, the, there'd be a 13th sign, but only 12. Mm. You just see how the chaos that could create for their minds. So they don't yep. include it. So Vedic astrology, it includes a 13th sign, and it looks at the sky and, and literally just tells you exactly where the sun actually is, because... Pisces does take up more of the sky, I'm pretty sure, than yeah. Aquarius. So where on Western tropical astrology, it might say, oh, yeah, the sky is already in um, Aquarius. It's like, no, it's still in Pisces if you look in the right. sidereal astrology. So I did my sidereal astrology. He's still at Pisces. I'm now a Pisces instead of an Aries. And rather than, so my son was but an Pisces actually. Pisces is water, Aries is fire. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel yeah. like though, Aries or Pisces? So, so the way the way that I and, and, and so I had five planets before in Pisces, and that's why we would joke around anyway. I always say that. I I'm saw a Pisces straight away. Yeah. yeah. Really? We, yeah. 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 So a little bit of fire there though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but I have a lot of fire too. That doesn't mean. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's an Aquarius, but think, mm. Aquarius, remember what I said before, fly your freak flag. That mm. can be some of the fire that's coming through. Yeah. Aquarians <laughs> love talking about innovative ideas like Elon mm. Musk and Jim Carrey. Imagine those two, um, especially Jim Carrey might come across as a bit of a fire sign with the way he's very enigmatic and very, yeah. you know, the way he doesn't give a fuck when he's just saying, you know, none of this matters, mm. none of the, you know, in his yeah. interviews and <laughs> stuff. Autistic, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but you know, I'm pretty sure I'm not autistic. We never know. But we'll see. Maybe that's what comes up in the next astrology chart. You know, yeah, it's all a spectrum. So, so yeah. So I looked on my, I looked on my astrology, and it's totally different. And the way that I like to think of it is that I haven't just abandoned my my tropical chart. The way I like to look at it is when I looked at my sidereal chart, I was looking at the breakdown of different planets, and I thought, that's not me. That's not me. But really, when I sat with it, I was like, oh. What about this? That is me. <laughs> Before this, right, you were in Aries and you believed you were in Aries and fire was your thing, right? Mm -hmm. But now that you know this, your beliefs changed and it changed your reality. Mm -hmm. What if, like, you just entered a different timeline now and you're a different person? That's it. It could be possible, but it yeah. also just depends how much you identify with, like, astrology. fit yourself in the box yeah, yeah, of astrology. Yeah, yeah. The way that I look at it is my, my, my ego loves and really attributes myself to being in Aries and my last chart, mm. but then my deeper self like my soul is like no bitch like you do all of this shit that is the darker side of having so much aquarius in your chart mm. some of that is i had so much pisces before which is all about deep emotional um you know very artistic creative and i am all of that and sensitive but one of the things that i never really understood about myself has been answered through my new chart i've always found myself to sometimes be very dissociated in terms of emotionally connecting with people mm. and 
and a lot of that can be through like the trauma and different things have gone through in my life. It's just easy to just disconnect. Yeah. And, I, and I never would like forgive myself for that. Like I just found why am I emotionally like disconnecting myself like from this person versus Pisces before they can't do anything but that. They're almost like leaky with their emotional energy. Mm. But Aquarians, because they're so in their head, and they are innovative and, over, and, and thinking forward. It's almost like, again, that Elon Musk energy. He's not leaky yeah. with his emotional. He comes across as quiet. Yeah. And he again, else. he might not actually be an Aquarius, but he just the way that he is. Again, he's so focused on the bigger picture. So and Aquarius it, it's, is air sign, right? Yeah, yeah, air sign, even though it's called the water bearer. Mm. So the idea of that is that someone has been in a, a camp or a settlement, and they've just had water in the settlement, and the water bearer has gone and, and realized that if we make something called a pot... We can go to the river and get this big thing of water and it's an easier way for us to have water. Yeah. Whereas before, everyone at the camp would have been like, you're crazy. What do you mean putting water into a container? Like, what do you mean? Whereas before, they were going down, drinking the water and going, going back to the settlement. But this guy is now, this water bearer has now mm. come bearing water for and has changed the way that mm. these Everyone people are now speak, yeah. living. And yeah. again, they're thinking, oh, you're crazy, you're crazy. And that's why Aquarius really is like, no, stand up for what you believe in. Because mm. even though people might think you're crazy with your freak flag, the other people with their freak flags are going to come flocking to you. Because mm. they're like, you're my person. That's true, that's true. So yeah. We're all freaks at the end of the day. We're all, we're all <laughs> freaks. So yeah, we'll uh, maybe at one point, I'll search up your sidereal astrology. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you if you have a new sign and if you vibe with that or not. That would be <laughs> really interesting. Do you have, like, that would do be you have interesting, like a chart? Yeah. Do you have a chart that can tell like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are your other... Um, so if you're like a... Um, like Scorpio, how would you figure out what your other star signs are? It'll literally tell you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Literally like, so your star sign is grammatically incorrect, but... Your, <laughs> but your <laughs> your sun is just your your star sign is just where the sun was in the sky when you were born. So what constellation was the sun in when you were born? And then your other your other signs are just where were all the other planets when you were born? Your you are a snapshot of the sky. Imagine that as you're crowning and as you're born, you're almost like a mirror reflection of the stars, and they're like as they wave at you, you're waving back. Oh, okay. You are an imprint of that moment in time, that split second. And you know, there will never ever be someone born with your stars where they were, where you were born for 25,000 years. Oh, really? Yeah. That is very interesting. 25,000 <laughs> 25, years. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 like that's how unique your astrological chart is. And every minute, every second counts. That's why you need to know the hour that you were born and the minutes that you were born. So the chart will show you where the sun was, which is your sense of self, who you are, the others. The sun shines bright, it is the center of everything. So you being the center of everything, that is the, that is your star sign, the general one, because that is what you show out to other people. Whereas the moon where you were born, the moon comes up at night. It's very subtle and it is, um, it is illumined by the sun. So your moon is your emotions, what comes up when you're in the dark, when you're not in the public eye. You know, the moon is very feminine. Your emotions, how do you deal with your emotions? That's what your moon sign is. Then you've got Mercury. That is known as the messenger of the gods because a lot of astrology reeks, uh, reeks goes into Greek mythology. So Pluto is Hades. Jupiter is Zeus. Um, Mercury is, what's the, what's the messenger? 
Hermes. Hermes, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. The Mercury is Hermes, and he delivers messages, you know, between between um, basically like Zeus and Hades, <laughs> and and it, it's really really cool. So then, whenever wherever Mercury is, that's how you communicate, and how you think also, uh -huh. and you do it in the way of whatever stars it is in, star sign it is in. Yeah. So imagine it's naked, and then it puts a dress on of Aries. So if you have someone that is communicating and Mercury is dressed as Aries and you guys know about Aries, how do you think they might communicate if it's in Aries and it's fire and it's self-centered and Aries are known to get angry a lot of the time, not a lot of the time, but they tend to come forward with anger. This person that has originally, Theo, put it like this, originally Theo had his Mercury in Aries. Originally. So, so someone with Aries, even though they might be like quite soft-spoken, it might seem that you could take advantage of them. But when it comes to it, the way they speak is very hot. hot mm. They might get hot-headed. The way their minds might be racing, because Aries are like, it's a fire sign, mm. you know? Um, versus someone that might have their, their Mercury in Pisces, which is where mine used to be. Or my Mercury now is in Aquarius. And my thoughts and the way that I speak is about innovation, freedom, freedom of self. A community. I love talking with people. So it's like the planet dresses in drag as the constellation that it is in, and that is how you do that thing in yourself. Ah, okay. And depending okay. on where the planets are at the moment, it will highlight different parts of your chart from when you were born and then accentuate different parts of yourself. So I know right now the sun is going through Aquarius where I have four planets. One of the planets is Saturn, the planet of restrictions. No wonder my mental health has been struggling a little bit because the sun, which is the illuminator, has, mm. is illuminating my, where Saturn was when I was born. It's going across the exact same point in my sky. And because I was a mirror reflection of that, it's traveling through that same part of my soul or my psyche and it's lighting where I am restricted. Yeah. Is, is it possible for like astrology to link with like numerology? Could they be related? Absolutely. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Paul yeah. talks about all those yeah. things. Yeah, 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 about both. Yeah, we've got human design, yeah. um, the gene keys. Like, there's a lot Enneagrams. of things. Yeah, Enneagram. <clears throat> yeah, it goes into a lot and tarot even. Yeah. So. Uh, what, yeah. Are the, what are the gene keys? I've never heard that. <laughs> then you would go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gene Keys is like even more hectic than human design, really, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fluent in Gene Keys. Um, um, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to like draw myself in with <laughs> how many places I go. <laughs> but it's um yeah. Gene Keys is like you know, similar similar to human design and the guy that was basically getting these downloads yeah, yeah. of yeah, how okay. up there is coming through as. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, there's, there's, the, uh, they are all just ways to basically, you know, like understand a bit yourself and all that stuff. Mm. But also others if you know their birthday. Huh? Also others if you know their the birthday. birthday yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you ask your potential mate on Tinder at the date <laughs> when and where were you born? <laughs> 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 Always. Full chart. <laughs> so yeah, the full chart. I would see that meme when you're like, um, someone, you ask your mom, mom, what day and time was I born? It's like, leave that girl alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave her immediately. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, the way, the, way that the way that astrologers say is that, you know, astrology is a language, is a language of the universe that you can learn how to speak. And so that rather, and I'm quoting the, um, 
the intro cool. from Scott to Jerry and from the Weekly Transit, I would recommend that podcast. Every Monday he releases a preview of the week astro astrologically, mm. which is really cool. And his beginning thing is, um, you know, using astrology as a language to better understand what is happening so that you can ride the planetary waves rather than them riding you. Mm -hmm. So oh, you get true, to understand true, true. what's happening, reflect on your own experiences, what's happening internally. Oh, that's why that might be happening. But it's really easy to get addicted to astrology and use it as a sense of control. Yeah, I was yeah, writing yeah. about this last night. It's not about, okay, avoiding all emotional meltdowns because I know when that potentially could happen. So I'm just going to isolate myself or make sure I'm doing all the things that I love at that time. It can just give you, because it is you. Yeah, yeah. As the planets move, they're moving inside of you at the same time. Only you mm -hmm. get to see that part of yourself out there and have an indication of, oh, that's why this might be happening. Oh, the sun is going past Chiron, which is called the wounded healer. Mm. That's why these massive wounds are coming up. And yeah. this is the kind of, you know, so you can use it as a, um, like almost like a guide, right? Like an angel or a higher self to help you. Like, it's cool. Like, yeah. I always say that to my clients. Whatever you're feeling, you're on track. Because it is what it is, mm. you know? It is what it is. Whatever you're feeling, you're on track. And just to know, for me, it's just helpful to know, which I still need to come back to that, like mm. I'm not crazy. True. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is happening because I'm meant to be getting this lesson right now. Mm. You know, I'm not crazy. And yeah. this is why I'm that sensitive and whatever. And not like I need something to tell me that's, you know, for me to feel okay to be sensitive, but it can help. So it's another mm. tool that you True. can use. And yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It makes for great conversation, see? It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you can ponder so many things and no, still know that we know fucking nothing at True. all. Because at the end of the day, the planets are still doing all this shit. We're just mm. mapping it and calling it astrology. But the phenomenon that that is all inside of us is just breath. You know, can't it even. It doesn't feel on track, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, it's like doesn't feel on track because of how off track it is. So USA mm. is experiencing its Pluto return. You know, you guys hear about people's midlife crises, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the Saturn return. When Saturn, the planet of restriction and time. What is it the god of? Uh, time. Oh, yes. The lord of time. And it gets back to the same point in the sky when it was where it was when you were born. This is where an identity crisis can happen. Mm. You know, especially if you don't have kids, you don't have this, or you don't have that. You know, and it can, and it creates a big shift in identity. Um, it's also also the planet of order and um, even like politics and government things like that. Mm. So the way that you are order yourself, the order within yourself, the government within yourself, the way you govern yourself, like you can have this identity crisis, and then Pluto return. That is what the USA is having. So where the Pluto was when the USA was um, announced mm. to be America. So you can have astrology charts for your business too. You guys would have an astrology chart for your podcast. So the time that you think your podcast was born, whether it was in a conversation, <laughs> whether it was when you decided the name, whether it was the first time you spoke it to someone, like you have to feel within when it was for you, mm. you can get up the astrology and know the best times to launch certain products based mm. on when the planets will highlight different parts of your baby podcast's mm. um, energetic body. Uh, Can we just start okay. it now? So it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we do it now, please? So, 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 the, so the USA, Pluto, the god of the underworld, is having its return now. Oh, you can definitely which see is going to be like hundred <laughs> oh, yeah. percent, oh, yeah. which is going to yeah. be like massive. It's it's big, like it's and, already, and, and we're because already in a war because the, 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 Ukraine, the right? slower the mm -hmm. planet moves, 
the bigger the deal is every time it transits, um, transits through a different star sign. The moon, not so much. It goes through a star sign every two days. You're not feeling this big, well, lately we have, but you know, throughout your life, you're not just like this every two days, yeah. but we'll have periods of time in our life, even during the year, where it's just like, whoa, you feel this shift. And it can be where one of the outer planets, the bigger planets, well, Pluto's tiny, but the outer planets further from the Earth that do a bigger ring. They take, they take longer to come around. So when they do shift through the star sign or they get back to where they were when you were born or a country, it's like big. Wow. And everyone feels it. So it goes personal planets are the quickest ones and you tend to feel the shift just you. Outer planets, you feel it on a collective level. Wow. Yeah. What about and like yourself. neighboring galaxies and star systems and stuff like that? Is that influence as well or is it mainly just our solar system? Man, it's all connected, definitely. Mm. It's, all, it's all connected. Everything is one. Everything yeah. is yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't comment. I only know the planets that okay, are in the, yeah, yeah. You know, this, this galaxy. Probably not even all, all of them yet. But mm. yeah, it, yeah, it depends. Like, I mean, it's one of those things like, um, what do they say? Like a butterfly flapping its wind, wings in the savannah yeah. can, call a, can cause a storm in... Mm. Australia, you know, yeah. so it's 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 that, yeah. it's the the things that we cannot see that are you know affecting us. And they found the thirteenth star sign, not found, but discovered the thirteenth star sign. So mm. it's one of those things where we might not have seen that, but it was affecting us yeah. nonetheless. But obviously, it's all to do with its um, distance from the Earth. So I, I'm you know I'm guessing the further out you would get, the less mm. influence it would actually have on the Earth, but it would have an influence nonetheless. True. Another question, what do you guys know about um, twin flames, soulmates, karmic partners and things like that? Are you guys familiar with these things and what they are, <laughs> what the differences are? Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that's your jam. That's my jam. No, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty new to everything oh, yeah? and literally I actually start introduced to everything when our relationship started. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it felt like that, so I had to search <laughs> about it and I got to ed educate myself. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, yeah. the way that I see it is that um, soulmates are can be anyone from your past life, past lives. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be romantic. So you can have a soulmate that's your best friend. You can have a soulmate that's your mum. You can have a soulmate for me, for me for sure. That's your mm. dog. <laughs> my dogs are all my soulmates. I can't even fuck what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but your, your twin flame is like the way that they say it is you as one consciousness, the duality that you would have had to have been birthed into to come into this lifetime, you as a twin, you and your twin flame are two parts of one whole. Mm -hmm. and, and in the coming together of a twin flames, they tend to come together in their, in their last lifetime. Oh, okay. And it is romantic. Mm. Has to, it is romantic, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. But because they are two halves to one whole, a lot of what they need to do to become whole in this last, li last lifetime can be quite traumatic. Okay. So you can have twin flames that are trying to connect together, but they can never get together because they're not ready to put in the work. Like it's not often, oh, this is easy, you know, because there's mm. so much karmic load yeah, there yeah. over lifetimes. Um, not as much with soulmates. You would have been together maybe last lifetime. You were the mum and that was the daughter. And lifetime before that, you were the dog and they were the dog next door. Yeah. <laughs> Liner in Boston. <laughs> um, and yeah, but a twin flame is you are, it's like 
partners like romantic mm. romantically okay. uh, so but far so i really do feel that we're twin flames for yeah. sure this is your last lifetime twin flames that's right and i've got to get huh? shit it's, it's definitely my last lifetime last yeah, really? yeah yeah i have to make it <laughs> 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 i have to make it work bro <laughs> yeah when we when we first when we first um met not met but when it it was like the second and a half time that we met. Yeah. Um, it really second was. Second and a half. Second and a half. The half part is literally, I saw her for two minutes. She came to pick up something at the house that I was living at the okay, moment. Yeah, that's a half. And literally, okay. and literally she told me, thank you and fuck you, and she left. Thank you, fuck you. Yeah. Because he massaged right. me. Because the, the, he missed the bit that the first time <laughs> we met was he, gave, he came and gave me a massage. That's how we met. Okay. So he came and gave me a massage. That's how we met. And then the I saw him. Changed. And then how, how, was the, how was the connection <laughs> when you guys first met? Did you think, oh, this is just a random masseuse? I don't know. Yeah. Or was it just like, oh my God. Well, I was, I was, yeah. so, <laughs> but you, 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 you should, you. <laughs> of course he was Theo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I was still so, with my, my other my last partner at the time. Yeah, so she was in a relationship and all that stuff. But for me, mm. um, I, I was actually in a lot of pain at that period of time. And I was just coming out of, of a big breakup and all that stuff where my whole identity got crushed. I literally almost lost everything. So I, I literally hit rock, rock bottom. And I think I came to Massage here after a month, this whole thing happened. Through a friend, I was saying through, to, through a friend. Saying to um, a friend, yeah, I need to get a massage. I feel like I feel blocked up energetically. Oh, my friend Theo has just moved in with me. And then I messaged him on Instagram. Hey, Theo, can you come massage me? <laughs> I have no idea what he looks like. He deleted everything on his Instagram. <laughs> so I don't even know what this motherfucker looks like. <laughs> I just invited him over to my house to massage me. And yeah, so, so yeah, I went there and... Yeah, the thing is, like for me, because I do that, like uh, even as a physio, massage therapist, whatever you want to call it, mm. I do it for a long period of time, and I've literally touched hundreds, probably thousands of of different bodies. And the thing is, I'm so in tune with everything, and I I can feel through my the tips of my finger and my hands, like mm. literally everything. I actually, after we finished the session, and I went back home to the boys, I actually shared with them that I felt something that I've never felt before. Like I felt this energy within her body that I haven't felt it, mm. so I actually it was like almost like a calling. Where, to did me. You, where did you feel it? Huh? Where did you feel it? Whereabouts? Was it the whole body? Oh, e everywhere, all over my body. Mm. Like, and I've, I'm telling you, I've touched like a lot of bodies. Thousands, thousands, even dating, you touched thousands of bodies. I've practiced a lot, like that's a thing. So yeah, like I've never felt that, and they, it was so intense that I had to share it straight away when I came back. Mm. I went back to the house. But Theo was so professional. Like he he was so professional when he came in that there wasn't there wasn't like a. Um, no flirting. No, yeah. no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I like share the story. Like sometimes I forget to add the details. Like that was like the beginning, um, but we we didn't like, we didn't know. We didn't see each other. We were like, oh, like I was very much. I'm in my relationship, and it was like a massage, and he was like. But then I went to the gym the next day, and I was like, guys. If anybody wants a massage, you have to talk to this guy, Theo. So we were like raving about each other, mm. be like behind the scenes. Yeah. And we didn't know about that. We were, each of us were doing that until we got together. So I didn't mm. understand why this, it was the best massage I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God, 
you know. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> then I picked up the stuff from his house a week later for like two minutes. That's so why I was like, thank you, but fuck you. Because <laughs> it say, hurt. Say so I was like screaming. Yeah, no, but you had your breakup also. Oh yeah, and then, and then, and then, so after <laughs> I picked up, yes, yeah, so after I picked up the stuff from him, I was like, thank you and fuck you. And apparently that was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit like, you know, thing for you. Yeah, I like, like that. I like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's like, oh, well, I didn't think anything of it, you know. <laughs> didn't even know that was like a thing until like we started dating. He's like, yeah, when you, from when you said that, you know. He's either that's, just like, that's what I knew. Because <laughs> <laughs> during the massage, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I was like, shouting out it was so painful and I was like shouting stuff out and he was like you are you are my most vocal client <laughs> you are my most vocal client and um and then I went to Esperance with my ex and our like friends and literally a week after that like he just broke up with me after seven years literally just he just left and it, there was no no, sit down and like talk about things. So it was really, it was that, that was really traumatic for me, and I trapped trapped a lot of shock in my nervous system that I had to spend a few months like trying to undo. Mm. Um, because yeah, it was just there was no. He just walked away. It was just just yeah. walked away. No SMS. That was it. No, no phone call, never. Nothing. No, like no, no. It was and, yeah. It was like messaging to like pick up his stuff and that, but there was no, and it was just so casual. Like there was no. I don't know. And we ended up having a chat about it like a week later and it was a kind of like official, but it was, it was just really, it was crazy. really, it was, yeah, it was really hard for me to process for even up through when we were dating, it was really hard for me to allow enough space to grieve it, the shock. That's what it was. It was the shock, but mm. I couldn't understand that you could be with someone for so long and think that was, you know, I think it wasn't a big deal. So it was that that I was processing while I was exploring my relationship with Theo. But yeah, so then that happened and then I told Theo that, um, I think it was like, yeah, how are you? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Boyfriend uh, just told me that he doesn't know what he wants. He doesn't know if he wants to be with me anymore. But other than that, he was like, oh, fuck. Like, you know. And were, then we were just started. Yes. No, no, I couldn't see it back then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Neither yeah. could, neither yeah. could yeah. I. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah yeah, 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 so, yeah, and then you can continue where it went from there. What was the initial question? But at what point did you realize that it, what you believe there was a twin flame? From ah, ah, okay, so, 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 down, right? so the thing is we both, because we were out of big breakups and all the stuff, so we had to redefine like our ourselves and identities and all the stuff, so I think we went into our separate journeys, like literally exploring, you know, our sexuality and all these different aspects and all the stuff, mm -hmm. trying to again like you know uh, redefine everything mm. and yeah it, it actually like when 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 finally she she came to my house like when we had this new year's eve party there so she came around 1 30 at night and all the stuff and it was over two months from the yeah. massage it was oh, from okay. when no it was yeah. three three months after no, it was two months three. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't, because my it's relationship it's ended it's two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, <laughs> yeah, so for me personally... Did you come over at 1.30 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 1.30 Yeah, it was a big party, we've, we've invited a lot of people and all that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. it, it was really cool, like, we set up the space, like, almost like a spaceship inside. It, it had was literally like a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. How, how have you guys not met before? Because you live, you live with Dougie, and you've been friends with Dougie for how long? No, like, I met him long. before I even knew Doug. No. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. How long have you known Doug for? No, not Since long. Since New Year's. Yeah. I met him on New Year's. Yeah, really? Last year, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on? So the way, the way, the way, the way, the way that this was crazily thing. I tell you, I knew at the time. My boss at my my ex boss, sorry, at the gym was like, hey, um, the owner of another gym, SMA, messaged me and said that he cannot do his client this weekend that has Down syndrome, and he really wants me to be able to go there because you know how good I am with clients and things like that. Um, you know, and I can't do it, but can you do it? And I said, yeah, I can do that. And some of me was like really scared because I want to make sure I do a good job and, you know, make sure that I'm like fun and like not boring and just because mm. just I'd never I'd never been in that space before. Um, and, and then I got there and so Joel worked at SMA. So when I got there and I something told me because I wasn't going to do it because I didn't feel good enough. And then I was like, you know what? I feel that something else is going to happen from this. Mm. And that's literally what I told myself. And I'm sure if I look back through my journals, because I document everything, <laughs> I literally would have said, I feel something else is going to happen from this. So from mm. there, I met Joel. Yep. Joel added me on Instagram. We start talking. I tell him, oh, I'm feeling blocked up. And he says, oh, my friend Theo okay. just moved in with me. So that's how, yeah. that's how I know it. So at that, at that house that we were living, it was me, Joel, Doug, and, yeah. and Slade. So we did the party. We invited so many people. And mm -hmm. yeah, like it happened around four days before that. Um, I think it was Boxing Day. We actually started properly talking like consistently, like to the right. point that we were talking like the whole day and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And he all of a sudden, like every night, we spent yeah. for like two or three hours every night from 26th yeah, yeah. to. And all of a sudden, I realized that, oh, fuck, this was in front of me for so long, but I couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we can connect in such depth, like even just through conversations through the phone and all the stuff. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm really intrigued. So yeah, so so we organized and yeah, she came to the house. I almost missed the opportunity because <laughs> I was so gone that <laughs> that almost didn't. <laughs> my phone was all so over the place. So I was asking for his address <laughs> at like eleven because I was like, the place that I am is BS. So let me come, and he didn't respond respond for so long. So he was so off his yeah. head. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and literally, like she 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 finally came in and all that stuff. And as soon as she walked in, I literally felt like this this massive pool and mm. yeah literally probably I think one or two hours afterwards um, when we connected just by just the two of us like in my room mm. and all the stuff it was almost like we met each other in in all these different levels like inner child to inner child like you know to inflame have you got done eye gazing I'm sure you've had right no no <laughs> it was that's how, oh, that's, that's how we started that's, like, how that's it started, the whole thing yeah. well, the very first thing first eye yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. literally mm. like we couldn't mean to do it we, yeah yeah it mm. just happened like cool. organically so did, did, did you guys start to see like visions or did the face change or things like of that nature yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's more it was more that um like uh, he, he he as a separate entity would fall away, and I saw like my my likeness, but not my likeness, but like my opposite polarity. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Because he, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. saw like my other half almost, but I didn't, I wasn't yeah. digesting it in that way. But yeah, when we when we when we made love like that, like a couple of hours after I got there, mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't take our eyes off of each other. Oh wow! Like there were literally we did not break mm -hmm. eye contact like the entire time. And we, which was like, you know, we were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you know, yeah, and that's the thing, like, it wasn't, like, we couldn't, like, it was, yeah, it was, I couldn't even, and after that, we're, like, talking about, like, just yeah. building, like, our empire together, and, and just, like, yeah, we, we, it was just, like, we'd known each other for lifetimes, like, yeah. there was no games, we weren't trying to no. be anyone, and, and when we made love to you, I had this massive, like, release, like, I even remember the song, and every time it comes on, <laughs> I remember the song, 
and it literally in the song it says um it says um, she fell for him and she hasn't gotten up since and the whole the whole song was about how this woman has been like so hurt from past relationships mm. um, and she's in this new relationship and she's trying to like let herself be loved but she can't mm. and then it was like as the verse progresses it's like yeah she fell for him and like this new guy and like ha and hasn't gotten up since and it was crazy because we were we were literally like making love and then I just started like crying from like my body and he just stopped and just held me and just said like it's okay like he didn't need to know what was happening he didn't need me to justify or explain mm. he just let me like cry so much and I was having all this release almost like I'd finally like let go after holding myself bound up for so long and so afraid and not feeling enough and that stress from my system just let go um mm. yeah and we just through that like the the energy exchange as well. Where yeah. Coming yeah. one in energy, one in spirit, and that sort of re-emerging, which yeah, would yeah, be yeah. healing and cleansing in itself. It's mm -hmm. it, it literally felt almost like two pieces that once were together, just coming back like again. Like two pieces of like a jigsaw. Yeah. So well, what does the work involved with, with Twin Flames? You're saying there's obviously work involved that's quite serious. What is What kind of work are you expecting in a Twin Flame relationship or to be or to find or to whatever mm -hmm. with the Twin Flame? What work to do? Work, yes. Yeah. What is the work that needs to be done? Um, the thing is, uh, the thing is for me personally, like because I've explored, obviously, like I'm older, also like I'm 38 now, and I've explored, mm. I've spent a lot of time in relationships, and I've spent a lot of time like by myself to actually explore like properly, especially like you know my inner self, um, and I've explored the last three years like Taoism and Tantra and you know obviously like you know um, proper like men's work and all the stuff and ceremonies and plant medicine, so I've done a lot, so. When when she came to my life and we you know we basically collided like I had the tools mm. to to basically like you know uh, properly uh, receive it mm. and and um, and not let it go because yeah. a lot of times we get opportunities in our lives but we may be like so blinded or like not ready yet for that because you mentioned it before but where I, I was at that particular moment uh, mm. it was exactly where I needed to be. And I was ready for that also. Mm. And I know deep inside, I always searched in my life for that. I knew mm. what I was searching for in regards to the feminine. Yeah. Um, it was that deep yearning that I had always. And, you know, uh, it almost like as soon as that happened, I knew, yeah, fuck yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. she's here. What now? We nearly didn't, we almost nearly didn't like let it happen because we yeah. were saying to each other so much in the phone calls before the, the New Year's, we were like, you know, this is where we're at and we're not looking for anything we're not looking for a relationship and you know just mm. letting things play out how they was will that like sort the, of was thing. that like kind of the denial of the feeling or denial of the, the fear yeah. or the calling the thing uh i think there is fear in play definitely because obviously like i was coming from a lot of pain she was coming from a lot of pain and all that stuff so you definitely have that's why you can miss opportunity because you can be in that space and literally not allow yourself to go there the good thing for me personally is because I always lead from my with my heart open, mm. so I allowed myself to go there, mm. so I wasn't scared, you know, anymore. Despite yeah. all the things that came up, I listen to my heart and I don't listen to my mind. I've, I've trained myself like that. You that's know? why we brought it up because it's super important. Like communication, I would say, yeah. not just in twin flame situation, but in any relationship, yeah. it's communication, and mm -hmm. it's really important. Not many of us do it. Is is actually have that communication with someone before you're like we knew we were going to be 
like sleeping together mm. and we had to have that conversation of what each other was expecting mm -hmm. from that and where we were with that and being really honest with that like even Theo put us <laughs> Theo was like <laughs> look <laughs> look I'm really good at creating an intimate experience without getting attached. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to say it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Tinder bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take that to myself. And then he was like, are you able to Man, do that? If, if it's going to bring you to in flame, please do <laughs> yeah, it with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and, and he was like, I'm, you know, really good at creating an intimate experience without getting attached. And he was like, are you able to do that? And I was like, and I, I sat with it for a couple of seconds and it's really easy as a woman or as a guy, I guess, as well, as a woman to start to play this game where it's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to get attached. It's all good. But we're denying our humanness. Yeah, 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 and yeah, this is what I said to him. Theo, <laughs> if you are going to give me the experience as a woman of feeling really intimate and cared for and like I am the only one in the room with you, yeah, I might start developing feelings or there might be like an attachment that starts to develop. So mm. it's not about can I do that without getting attached? It's can I communicate to you if that starts to happen and it's not going to work with where we're at? I said, because I was at a point where I was like, I don't want to play games anymore. And it wasn't with him, it was with myself for, to, to, to play my own game. But then that would be pulling him into the game because he's done his thing, stating himself very you know, openly and honestly, and I could take it to offense, but I was like, no, like, how does that sit with me? And I was like, I'm really, I would love that. <laughs> like, I, that sounds amazing. But can I trust my neurochemicals not to, not to depend that I got that feeling because that's the only time I've gotten it from mm -hmm. him? Maybe not, because that's natural for that to happen. But where we fuck ourselves up is not being able to admit that. You know what I mean? And then we're playing this game and wondering why we're f why things aren't going the way that we want because we're not being honest with ourselves from the get-go. So then that's what I said and I was just being super honest. And I said, so if that sits well with you, that I can't promise, I don't have that much autonomy over my body, that I'm not going to like really love that so much and want more of it and possibly want to be the only one getting that. Mm. I can tell you that I'm, but I will, I will promise to communicate that and, and we will adjust things or cut things off. And I said to him, very, we can cut things off if it doesn't work for us. Mm. If that happens, next yeah. minute, he wanted me to be his girlfriend before we even had sex. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we were, yeah, just, it was just the, yeah. can't explain it. Yeah, we, we were just, again, that thing words. can't explain it. From, from 1.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. We didn't realize like how long we've been eye gazing yeah. for and talking. It was like 10.30 in the morning, we came out, we hadn't Damn. slept. Yeah, and yeah, then I didn't yeah, leave yeah, yeah. for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed there for two days, like didn't wow. didn't yeah. leave. And we just had, it's almost like we had so much to catch up on. Like, you know, there was like this <laughs> feeling, like lifetimes yeah, and, the and stuff. Home, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the last lifetime is when twin flames come together. And that's obviously an important combining and obviously important work would follow that. Mm -hmm. Where do you think the future leads for you guys as far as your, your work on this earth, where there's, not business sense, but that's yeah, 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 yeah. Divination or whatever, whatever um, it might be. Yeah. So, so in regards to work, tough question. Now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It can be, but the thing is, um, it's very important, and that goes to every relationship that mm. you first care for yourself as an individual. You connect with yourself, and you put that work as an individual, mm. and then you bring those two together. It's very important mm. because if one of the parties does not put any work, connect with themselves properly and all the stuff, 
mm. when th there's going to be tribulations in that relationship. So yeah. that's that's an important aspect of that. Like we both, we definitely do like a similar work on ourselves and all that stuff. And the thing is because we can share like, you know, uh, insights and everything with each other and we can support each other in so many different ways mm. that looks um, That that looks like so. Um, it, it it has so many different aspects. Yeah. So for me personally, obviously, I have my practices and my routines and all the stuff that it's non-negotiable. So I definitely need like every single day day to spend time with myself because my output out there is so much mm. that if I don't nourish myself and actually like you know fill my cup, I yeah. won't be able to come like in that relationship like in a, in a mm. proper way. And I'm famous for fucking spreading myself out there like that. Yeah. <laughs> literally losing um, my relationship with self. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, uh, but what has helped me a lot is literally doing proper sexuality work and, mm -hmm. and connecting with myself. And what, and that, myself. what does that look like, proper sexuality work? Okay. Oh man, so much of our, <laughs> that was some of the Twin Flame stuff, I think, like during yeah. the kind of healings, even just on the weekend, like the kind of healings yeah. that we've had through like becoming one again, through our like making love and even yeah. just, it's just. So I will bring an example because because it's so so relevant for us and we were actually processing from that weekend like an experience, yeah. which happened two different nights. So um, the first night, for example, like when we were making love, um, I was in a space that I was completely empty, you know, like it was two weeks after the ceremony also, like mm. I was processing a lot. I had to, to work with a lot of people also during that week. So I was really empty. But at the same time, we had so much polarity and, and we had so much passion for each other that we craved each other like sexually. Mm -hmm. So when, when we came together, it was so uh, passionate and intense. Mm -hmm. But I felt through that experience, I was really, um, I, I started feeling already like really depleted and I had to, to honor myself and, and say, okay, stop. But I yeah. couldn't do that and I didn't realize that because, you know, men, we have this mentality, oh, don't yeah. be a pussy, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not like blah, 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 blah. So I actually let her like keep going and all the stuff, not knowing what was happening. Mm -hmm. And then uh, through the second experience that we had, when we had the conversation finally, um, and that's because our communication, like it's so, it's so good because there's so much safety and trust in our relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I realized I didn't sleep that whole night at all. Wow. So my whole nervous system was so on mm. and I couldn't figure it out. And it was literally because of that, because I literally betrayed myself and I allowed that to happen. Mm. So literally it was almost like, I don't know if it brought like a, a, an old trauma from old relationship or something up, but the, rea the reality is my nervous system stayed the whole night up and I literally lost completely my sleep. Oh, wow. So I, I was trying to process it the next day and I, I literally like had to spend some time with myself. You think some of that was coming from not feeling safe? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Or um, not being able to say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's a thing. But yeah. I, I tried to block that because, oh, yeah, I'm a man. That doesn't happen mm. yeah. if you are a man and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I was having a great time. So that's a thing. And I had a great time too. But, you know, that's what happened. But I have the awareness now to, to actually see like, okay, this is mm -hmm. what's happening. I need to process and all the stuff. And then the next day when I started processing, I actually blocked it because I was, ah, oh, this can't be true. Like th yeah. that, that didn't happen. So the next, the following night, 
because again we are in that you know space now that we're so in love and so connected and all the stuff so we started having another experience where I, st I massaged her for a long time and then we came together like sexually mm. and through that experience like we literally became again one we you know because the thing is sex you can have sex in so many different levels like energetically physically spiritually like and this there is times that you actually go into a space that this happens at the same time mm. in every single level. Are the things you can do to integrate those levels besides just the physical, getting more spiritual, getting more energetical? How do you go about these things? Have you guys had much experience? So that's that? that's that's practicing with yourself mm. because when you can connect with yourself in such a deep level, fully surrender to yourself and explore your body, explore your energy, mm. actually create your own arousal instead of seeking arousal externally you know, from external sources and all the stuff. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, obviously, like, sex, it is spiritual, mm. you know. So when you integrate all that as an individual, when you come together and both have done this kind of work and are willing to go there, this, this is where the magic happens. So we, for us, we are practicing all that for a whole year now, and yeah. it, it gets getting deeper and deeper, and, like, you know, it's, it's really up to you how far you want to take it. Surrender is definitely the main thing. Yeah. So and it's surrender, like... to those levels, yeah. almost. So you're in a form of altered state of consciousness, you're actually... Yeah, you literally, literally. You close your eyes... Or expanding your energy body, yeah. like that. that there's, there's a lot of times that we literally close our eyes and all the stuff, and we literally see, like, almost a, a universe inside. Like, you see each other universes. You, you, that, that, that becoming one mm. is literally how... Do you how guys use psychedelics as well to enhance that process? Yeah, yeah, we have, we have experiences with, experiences without, but the thing is... What would you recommend to try? Yeah. What psychedelics would you say would be like... Depends on also your, if you have any trauma with certain substances yeah, so too, and also your connection to yourself, because if you don't have your 100%. connection to yourself to begin with, to, uh, it, honestly, I would, I would not use any of that until you can just feel safe with your partner, because if you don't feel safe, First, with yourself. So, if you when you're feeling self-conscious or you're not willing to fully open up, like eye gazing, like if you can't do the basics of eye gazing, True. the last yeah. thing that I would be recommending is then to be bringing in other energies which are going to be opening up your body more. But if uh -huh. you're not willing to go there, you could be traumatizing yourself, and True. then you're having to integrate a traumatic <laughs> experience like that with someone you don't feel safe with. Mm. You probably don't have the greatest communication yeah. yet. So it's it's getting the communication feeling totally um, safe and th that connection with yourself as well and also like just being very clear on what your intention is with using that mm -hmm. that it's not the only thing that's taking you there it's just going to help to peel mm -hmm. um, it, it's going to like reveal so you've got to be very open like for example when I first cried with Theo I could have totally shut that off and oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and he was like it's okay like it's okay like really let yourself go there with whatever comes up because it's not mm -hmm. always exactly how you want it to be yeah. like some shit's gonna like yeah. come up like so many times even on the weekend like um theo and i like i was like navigating like i had my eyes closed and we were connecting and i was literally navigating different areas of his body where i could feel that he had trapped like trauma or tension and then releasing that through transmuting that and and you know there'll be periods where we're both crying or just one of us is crying or we just need to be held so that state of vulnerability mm. requires so much honesty and so much connection and that will only get more intense if you bring things in like weed or LSD yeah, yeah. or psilocybin and or anything like that. What about the youth that said that um, women can actually pull energy out of you yeah. and transmute it? 
I'll, I'll go. You, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go there, and I, and I will share something first before we go there because you mentioned like psychedelics and all the stuff. Yeah. And we are experiencing a, a new like era of you know like a, a, a psychedelic renaissance and all the stuff. Mm. People do not understand that even psychedelics can be used as a drug. So the human element always determines the experience. So because something comes from the earth and it's good, that doesn't mean that you can use it every single day, use it consistently and nothing will happen. Mm. They're very powerful substances, plants, whatever you want to call it, and you have to respect them, honor them and use them with attention. So if you don't understand that and you haven't done proper work with those medicines and, and actually understand how they, they operate on your body mm. and on your partner's body, mm. don't do it. This is like proper individual. Don't fucking do it. That it, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Because the thing is, when you get so open, you get you open up. You, like energies also can come in, in mm. into playing mm. and all the stuff. So you really need to be careful and understand what you're doing. Mm. So the thing is, with me, I've explored that like for so long. Beck is on her journey at the moment, and we are exploring it together. But the thing is, the most important, like there is safety and complete safety and trust. So when we come together we know actually how to deal with the whole thing. And everything's okay, like yeah. everything is okay. Like things like you imagine, like imagine talking to the general person or the general man or general woman, how would you feel if the, if um, if whoever was holding the male, male polarity, let's just do men and women for argument's sake, if a guy started crying during sex, how would you feel? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would feel uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Either yeah, the woman yeah. would feel uncomfortable and or the man himself would feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. If you can't even be comfortable with that, <laughs> no. like, you, you, so, so it's, it's anything goes. And not anything mm -hmm. goes, but anything that happens is, is normal and it's fine and it's mm -hmm. welcome. Mm -hmm. And can you communicate, even if you are struggling with feeling okay, that's something, you know, so it's, it's you gotta be, you've yeah. gotta, cause it's gonna show you shit that yeah. you mm -hmm. haven't seen and you've both gotta be willing to not put judgment on that. Yeah. 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 It's hard enough as it is when it comes so, up, yeah. right? So. Yeah. And the thing is when you have also so much conditioning from pornography and all the stuff that sex has to be a certain way, mm. you know, and, and you literally like your perception of what sex and sexuality is is so limited and so like, you know, yeah. um, so conditioned, like you cannot, you, you cannot go to those places. That's why both, both of the parties have to do like proper work and, mm. and remove all that True. stuff, yeah. you know. I and it regards, uh, let me finish, yeah. to, it regards to the transmutation of, of oh, yes. trauma and yeah. energy, all the stuff that you said. Like women have been so suppressed, like, you know, burned to the sticks, like, and all the stuff have been denied of their powers, like, for so long, mm. because men also denied their feminine, feminine energy within themselves, and they are afraid of women, mm. okay? And, and, like, this, this actually, you know, that's why you have so much, like, of, of feminine power coming, coming up, and, like, the world is changing, like, see what we're doing to the earth, which is, yeah. the earth is, is, is feminine also. Um, in regards to women, like the oldest occupation, like it's literally prostitution. And back then, women, like men would go to women to literally have sex. And women had the ability back then to literally receive all the pain, the trauma and all that stuff and literally transmute it and heal them. Mm. Literally, that's what prostitution was back then. What like they were the original healers, bro. Are there women that sort of can't do that? Where they get stuck and they're, all of a sudden they're holding it? But, but that's why we both have to understand our power mm. like women are the negative men are the positive so we penetrate 
if you don't penetrate with the right intention, the right energy and all the stuff, mm -hmm. and the woman is not open to actually transmute what's coming in, that's that's why you have so much pain and so much trauma created. Yeah. That's why it's always have to have like both parties have to understand what they hold. Mm. So that's that's the thing with us at the moment. I'm always so conscious of what I'm bringing in. Mm. And the same with with Rebecca. She knows like that's why we have that trust. And always we we can feel each other in so so much depth mm. that that changes everything. There yeah. must be a lot, of, a lot of danger in casual sex and one night stand. Bro, that's, like that. that's what people do not understand, man. That's mm. why Tinder, like, you know, like, that's, that's, it's, it's crazy. Mm. People do not understand, like, actually going with so many people, so many people that they hold so much pain and trauma and all that stuff, what you are actually bringing in into yourself, both men and women. And they're yeah. not, they don't feel safe. Yeah, there hasn't been communication. They don't feel connected to themselves. They're not, not like you have to eye gaze, but... You know, like there's a different there's a there's a different um, porn website that I remember my friend um, sent to me, and man, it's way better than any of the mainstream shit that you see because the, the, this guy, he's looking at these women in the eyes, and and and, and never breaks eye contact. So it's almost like. Um, conscious conscious, yeah, con yeah, conscious porn. porn or conscious yeah. sex because it, it's, it's there are and platforms it, and now and it's how it, it it really is there's none of this other like glorified shit like these are just normal women and there's a particular guy on there that you can tell like he is just so he is um you know in in service to like this yep. woman and you can see how she just opens and just lets go and feels so met and seen mm -hmm. Uh, it's just nothing like you'd see in mainstream porn. And, and so then, when do you ever get that in casual sex? You're no, usually never. intoxicated with some, yeah. probably a depressant, or, and you're <laughs> fucking, um, you're already feeling not very good about yourself because you're probably not performing the way that you want to perform. You know, <laughs> she's probably at the guy's house, maybe, and that's already feeling not very, so maybe safe. judgment from the other friends that they've come home with, or, you know, mm. so it's like, it's all these things okay. is not going to make for a pleasurable beautiful um experience it's yeah. not and for yeah. what and for what but yeah. i can't say shit because i went and did exactly that my spiritual ego was like yeah i'm gonna like just have like conscious sex like like fuck that happened like after <laughs> my relationship like and i had so many experiences where i was like this i just feel I feel depleted, I don't feel good, I don't feel like I have like that aftercare, as, you know, so it's good to communicate too, like if you're gonna have casual sex, what's your expectations for afterwards? Do you want a message from that person? Are you expecting to do this and then not talk to each other ever? You know what I mean? Because we yeah. can have these expectations. Yeah. And um, and it was just, it was, it was just this, um, I remember then telling myself on Christmas Eve, I was like, from here on, I will not be going home with anybody that I, I don't have a prior connection with before in like normal friend circumstances. Like I, I just w won't be doing it. And you know what? I had so much fun because on the 26th, we went out to like this boat party. Mm. And this was the night that Theo, so funny enough, two days after that, this is the night that Theo and I started talking 
because I went to this boat party and because I, I was so connected with myself and I was integral with my word, I'm not fucking going home with anyone because I've learned from my lessons. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel um, secure. I didn't feel good about myself. So I, I know exactly um, what I want and this is fine. And anyone, if you don't want that, then well, you're not for me. So I would go and I was fine asking for people's numbers and we actually had conversation and, and they knew from the very start, me being authentic, this is not, this isn't going back to your house. This isn't going back to my house. And it's yeah, just so yeah, we yeah. know that. And I'm like, happy to get your number. I'm happy to give you my number. And the amount of like num <laughs> numbers and the men that then kind of like took off even that need to perform or that need to sway or that need to convince mm. and might even need to perform or, con or convince them to take me home or whatever. None of that was there. So mm. even just with these people I didn't know, I was having such, so much better conversations, I was having a lot more fun. And then after that, I went to go and meet um, Theo at the court and, and again, like knowing that I wasn't going to go home with anyone and it felt so good and I didn't end up seeing him there, but that, that's what ended up this big conversation between the two of us mm. over the next like five days. It was almost like that learning my lesson, learning from the past, learning what my soul was telling me, like, what the fuck are you doing? Just because this is what is expected of women in certain levels and what you've mm. always done doesn't mean this is how you need to be. Like, fuck your ego saying, oh, you know, I've been in a relationship for seven years, like, fuck off. That's got nothing to do with it. And, and, I, and I realized, like, I was so like, yeah, I'm going to be by myself because I've been in a relationship for so long. Protected layer, right? Thinking, mm. oh, yeah, no, this is what I want. And it's like, no, I was so afraid of, like, fucking up again. And that's why when we started seeing each other, I, ha I literally have a voice note on my phone <laughs> that he's listened to. There's a voice note on my phone the two days after when I'd stayed at his for, like, two days. And the experience that I had... That, that was what I was waiting for. That's what I was calling in. And the, my, the way my brain was blown over, and I literally remember saying, I was like, we might never be anything, cause we might never, want, but I'm just grateful to have had that experience just once in my life. Like, you know, and I'm like going like, it was, and I was like this, and, and I told myself, like, even if we didn't end up together, this is my new standard. Yeah. This is the only standard that it's gonna be at. And I wish that women, would allow themselves to experience that standard, but only first be integral with your word and realizing when you're playing out a pattern or a game that you don't actually want to be playing, mm -hmm. you're coming from a place of lack. Want to prove myself that even though my ex didn't want me like these men do, you know, because that's a lot of the game that we fucking play, mm -hmm. you know, or to get out something if we're harboring anger or harboring frustration or we're harboring this or harboring that. And I, it, I did get a lot of growth from those experiences. Um, but had I not been integral with my word and then made that change that was good for my soul, maybe it might not have ever happened with us. Because yeah. you were talking to someone and then that fell through because it didn't feel in alignment with you. So you stopped that. And then same for me. And I was seeing someone and then I stopped that. And had we not listened to ourselves, we wouldn't have opened up that space for us to connect. Yeah. Wow. And I feel it's exactly the same for like men as well. If you get hurt, you're in the breakup, you're like, well, you come from a place of anger and you just go out and you just chase girls, Tinder, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, same thing. Yeah, just say, same thing. Same, same, same pattern, but in a different way. It's pushing your right. own shit down. Yeah. It's traumatizing other women because whether, whether you know it or not, as a man or a woman, you know exactly what's going on in that energy, even if you don't know that you know. But your yeah. energy knows. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Feel. And whatever it is that you're receiving, whatever someone's intention is, you can, you can feel that. So and that's why for us, like, it's really good for us to communicate because there are times in sex, like, where Theo didn't feel safe on Friday. You know, he didn't feel safe when I was, like, having a, 
fucking great time <laughs> you know and um and i was like yeah it's hot that he's got his eye mask on <laughs> is that asleep yeah. <laughs> no 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 he wishes, he him back. <laughs> no it's actually like removing 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 completely like you know like the, the visual perception like it takes you in and all the stuff so i can really feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know yeah. so but he's good, good like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah and then and then the next night it kind of turned and because then Theo needed the day for himself on Saturday and I didn't really understand why but I just was like you do your thing so and I came back and I was on like Saturday I'll night it was like the other <laughs> way around the, uh, the Saturday night it was the other way around and it was me that didn't feel safe and then I communicated that and then Sunday I easily could have like pushed that down um, but I brought it up and we had like a conversation about it and it's just so important to have a conversation about mm -hmm. that and that yeah. it's no one's fault um, but it will be your fault if you don't bring it up and expect, think yeah. that the other yeah. person is going to be able to understand that anymore when you let days, weeks or months mm. go by. I know sometimes we need to integrate and feel safe to communicate that, but you know, it's just because sometimes we're on different levels and sometimes yeah. we're so in the level that we're on um, that, that um, even during sex, the level that someone else is on can change. You know, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 it, and if something doesn't go the way that you, it's good to just, you know, we just keep up-leveling, up-leveling, up-leveling. Mm. But if you're not willing to talk about it, if you feel awkward talking about sex, you better like get yeah. over that pretty quickly because yeah. yeah. that's the be best way that your relationship is going to change. Mm -hmm. And if you're harboring, I'm just thinking of someone that I know, like if you're harboring any resentment for someone with regards to cheating, or whatever like that needs to be like talked about and addressed mm. like so many times because that can come up during sex too mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's yeah. really easy to think that someone that was cheated on i don't you know i've already talked to him or her about this i don't have a right to bring it up again i don't want to be going on about it so again it's got to you've got to have compassion from both sides the one that cheated and the one that is still holding on to the wound of being cheated on that that might come up like that's probably one of the things that are blocking a lot of people from connecting again in sex or if you've yeah. been together for so long and the polarity is gone you've got to be willing to talk about uncomfortable things right. when you're not feeling that great be willing mm -hmm. to receive that feedback but also mm -hmm. to give it and also receive it in turn after having given it you know so True. if you want to like sex is like one of the most amazing things that can improve your relationship and deepen that trust mm -hmm. and heal but you've got to be willing for your shit to come up and you've got to be very honest with what that is that could come up True. you know yeah. well you need, so you need a partner on that level as well yeah that's 100%. It. If you say something 100%. and they get offended or whatever else it could be like yeah. okay they're not on the same levels that's why i say you have to both do the like you mm -hmm. know the work together mm -hmm. yeah. you have to a lot of time in relationships, even myself, I see like I'll suppress things that I know if I say it, yeah, pretty may not go over so well. Yeah, but it's like why don't why don't you just break the whole thing off then? Because mm -hmm. you yeah. can't communicate. Yeah, or you, you have this fear of it. You got to do it and face what it is rather than suppress and hold on to this thing that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, due to insecurities or mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Do you have yeah. like ground rules around like communication in your relationship? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, after this experience, we actually we upgraded we, again. Yeah, we upgraded. Yeah. We said to each other like there needs to be a, a, a safety, word. a safe word. Safe word. Yeah. <laughs> That's a safe word now. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> That's so funny. And then we changed it because he said it's from Kevin Hart. Yeah. So I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. 
that, that's that. actually crazy. I was going to say pineapple as well. Right, yeah. used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 why is so, that? So I, I don't know. It's because for all stand-up comedy. Because then yeah, yeah, I yeah. say pineapples, and then, yeah. he's, and, yeah, then yeah. He's like, and then he's like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> Kevin Hart. Pineapples, pineapples. And I was like, yeah. But that's what I said. After I said pineapples, and then he's all of a sudden like, fuck Kevin Hart. And I was like, why would you say that when we're talking about this? And he's like, oh, that's what Kevin Hart So then you, then you, the new safe word is mushrooms. And it just means it's, it doesn't matter, you stop. That's yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you stop. Okay. Nothing else needs to be said. No explanation, yeah, yeah. no nothing. You just stop, that's it. Yeah. And, and, but in terms of like communication in general, like I think for us, like we both, you've got to understand this too. Like it takes practice to communicate and you both have different communication styles. Yeah. Like for me, the way that I was brought up with conflict in my past was passive aggressiveness. So it's very easy for both of us to isolate when we're feeling hurt. Um, but for me, it's even harder to share um, how I'm feeling because I've never had the safety or felt the safety to share how I'm feeling. Um, so for me, it's very easy to just shut down, expect him to know how I'm feeling and expect something to happen from there without me having to communicate that. Yeah. And also with you, like, I don't know if you want to share how you brought yeah. up your communication style is different. So, so with me... But there are similar themes too yeah, that yeah, we, are, we've only, only uncovered yeah, yeah. since we were dating. Because yeah. with me, I come like, um, and it all started from my dad, so I inherited like the same behavior like in regards to communication. I was a horrible at communicating. That's why I've, I've literally got so committed on learning how to communicate properly. Mm. And it took me so long. Because um, my dad, like, as soon as we had a disagreement or a fight or something, he would literally shut me off completely. He would go on his corner. He wouldn't talk to me for weeks. And then it was up to me, to, to my mom and my grandma, to, to grab us both individually and try to bring us together and, and, wow. and, and bridge the gap. That's, that's how I learned. Mm. So that crippled me completely. So my communication was literally like just don't isolating say. myself. Yeah. Don't deal with things like straight away and all that stuff mm. and waiting for the other person to come and approach me and you know. So like that, that was part of me like suffering a lot in, rela in relationships because I was you know trying to, to figure out how to do this, mm. you know. And finally like you know, I can, I can now you know, do it that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. properly. What if you're angry at each other? Like, uh, but for me, one of the ones that I always had is like, we would never go to sleep um, angry yeah. at each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. That. I that, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think for us, like, the, honestly, the main thing that we are still practicing and we're, we're so much better than when we started is just to bring something up as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. would be what I would say before things start to fester, before people throw in their other opinions, before you start to. Um, it becomes a bigger deal and other things that happen in your day start to add to that and you become less clear as what the actual problem is and just being with each other and like for example like <clears throat> I'll know when something's up with Theo yeah, but because but because my past I've been gaslighted so much to say you're so sensitive you're so this you're so that when I would say to him oh this is a rule we have yeah so we do have a, a good rule um, when I when I would say to him you know hey baby like are you okay He's like, yeah 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 I'm fine I'm fine uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And at some point, I'm like, God, Beck, you're so sensitive. Like, you're asking him what's wrong. There's nothing wrong with him. There's something wrong with you. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you ask? Why are you trying to see him like this? And I would start like to voice. feel like I'm yeah. crazy. And so then, and then he would leave, and then he would call me like an hour later, say, Yeah, so this was actually like what was up. And I'm like, Okay, cool. So like, cool. Like, I'm not crazy. Like, I can receive this. Like, thank you for talking. Mm. We're just trying to bring the conversation earlier to before oh, we're actually apart. Yeah. So what the rule is now, we have two rules. One rule is um, we get three chances to say, are you okay? 
and then are you okay? I was like, okay, baby, it's the last time like I'm gonna ask. Like if so there is something, yeah. if there yeah. is something, like anything. please like share it, you know. And so that's one rule. So three three strikes, I guess, but not in that way. Three offers. Yeah. And and yeah. for him to realise I'm like, I see that there is something wrong and that we promised that we would be integral with talking about mm. this. And then more often than not, well actually since then we do like open up. And then the other one is <laughs> so the other one is um, when Theo has asked me, or vice versa, when we've asked each other to pick the other up on something that we're doing, mm. that's a bit out of our conscious awareness, and we're trying to get better at it. Like and he'll say, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, call me out when I do this. And I looked at him, and I was like, I've called you out on that before, and then you said, nah, baby, but, you know, this, this, this. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, but this time is... And I was like, no, I have called you out on it before, and you said this, this, this. He's like, okay, okay. We need another rule. So now, if I go <laughs> like this, so ready? If I go like this, if I go like this, <laughs> <laughs> it means, it means motherfucker, this is the thing that you said. I don't think you, do it, you can do it in public. Yeah. Don't embarrass me, you're not my friend, man. <laughs> it's literally one of my dance moves and we both laugh at it so much. I taught him how to do it. And literally, we say, we need to think of something that's like, this is the thing, what you know, without, without having to, yeah, 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 without having to say it. And I, and, I, and I did it the other day in the car, I'm driving, I look at him, and I'm like, and he's like, oh, I know, I know, I know. So, so yeah, we've got a couple of things just to be like, look, you know, because it, it pulls each other up on our shit, and we want to support each other, like, we yeah. want to call each other out on a shit that isn't like, Oi, like, you know, yeah. you said, rah, rah, and it can get really, so it's little things like that. It brings a bit of comedy into it. That's it's true. a bit fun. I'm going to see you guys yeah. 20 um, years from now, like at a dinner, and you just post like <laughs> all these different things. I'll be doing oh, it, Martin. Martin. <laughs> 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 I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 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 I don't think Theo's deaf. Like, yeah, 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 we've got it. We've got like, like, caw-caw. <laughs> you know? right, one more question though. When it comes to psychedelics, how do you protect yourself, give advice to people to protect themselves from darker forces or from darker energies when they're opening into that space, when they may not be trained to do so? Yep. How would you coach them in, in that regard? Um, so that's a thing, like we ha you have to see it as a ceremony. Mm. Literally, you have to see it as a ceremony. So clear intentions, creating the space properly, clearing mm. the space like from energies and all that stuff. Again, it, either you believe in crystals or other things, like it's really yep. up to you, but really properly protect the space and create mm -hmm. like a sacred space. It's very important because inside that sacred space, it's, yep. it's, it's you if you are by yourself and the other person if you do it with you. And does, does that involve for you like things like spirit guides or connecting with God or Christ yeah, yeah, consciousness? Yeah, it can, or it can what, be. What, what do you go through? Because I know you've got healing abilities and things like that. So where yeah, so, f so f for me, my, my process, uh, and it's constantly evolving also, like with the experiences mm -hmm. that I'm having and you know, obviously the knowledge that I'm, I'm, I'm acquiring and all the stuff. Mm. Uh, I have a pendant that I wore that it protects me and all the stuff. Yeah. But then in my space where I perform my healings and all the stuff, like there's always like all these other elements. I clear mm. the space like properly all the time. And um, the thing is for me, with the work that I've done, I'm so confident in my abilities and the power that I mm. possess that uh, I'm, I'm the protector of that space. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I've, I've reached to that level that I protect, you know, like the whole thing. That's true. The thing that I'm worried of too, people get involved with psychedelics mm -hmm. and there's a group of them and they're both very um, ignorant to spiritual things yeah. or closed off from their crown or their mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Yeah. They can do these things and not experience any 
disharmony or any dark yeah. energies because they're just not open to it. They can't that see aware of. or perceive yeah. it. Mm. But someone like yourself or you would actually walk into that space and be like, whoa, there's some dark shit here. Mm -hmm. And they just think you're tripping out. You're having a bad trip or whatever. But it's yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm just aware of what you guys are really doing. Mm -hmm. And then it's and really so about yeah. the people you're surrounding yourself with, you know, just yeah. not just your immediate environment and saging the environment, but the literal people, because they are energies themselves. Like what if mm. they are a manifestation of the energies that you have attracted? That would be a bit, you know, a bit, yeah, yeah, so true. it's really important not only to be careful when you're doing it by yourself, because if you feel like you need that support, then it's pretty important mm. to have someone, at least in the vicinity, that would mm. be around. I personally wouldn't recommend doing psychedelics, like, yeah, recreationally, or even by yourself when you're going to be by yourself for a long period of time and you're aiming to yeah. go pretty deep. Mm. Like, at least have someone on call or let someone know that's what you're going, yeah. that's what yeah. you're doing. Um, and also, yeah, recreationally is just, if you are not very aware, and f again, same things that are, as a relationship, you don't feel safe, mm. if there's not non-judgmental communication, and if there's not the, um, anything goes, whatever happens, it's all good, there's no judgment, it's just what's happening for you, and yeah. the space for you to feel whatever it is that you're, you're feeling, mm. and not gaslight them, oh, that's not happening, you're just, you know, yeah. that is, it can, be yeah. the actual energy that you should be clearing out True. so it's as important from romantic relationships as it is for friendships because the last thing you want to feel when you're experiencing that is you know to be getting judged or for them to then go and tell other people what just happened or for them with themselves for you to feel left out like the more that you're feeling isolated the more your energy is going to be sucking that kind of stuff in because yeah. you're not feeling you're not feeling um, grounded in yourself you know so um psychedelics is not just going to open holes within your own being that might be a resonant match with with um, darker entities or dark forces you know but also you know parts of yourself that might be attracting that in other people so you've got to make sure that you're with people that are on your level mm. you know and and you've got to be firm in yourself to be open if you're having that experience too because you can have people that are really supportive and want to be there for you but if you would have too much pride in admitting that something like that's going on, to admit that you're scared or that you're afraid or that you're sensing this or that, or you're experiencing this, like you've got to play your part too and be willing to communicate that, you know, or even be honest with yourself if you're by yourself and have practices like journaling or music, you know, there are so many elements that you can change if you start to have an experience that is not what you were intending to have. You know, you've got to be firm in yourself. Um, but yeah, the people you surround yourself with, if that's not good from the beginning, yeah. and like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a recipe it for disaster also, otherwise. It takes also like time to reach to a level that you actually have the ability to hold yourself mm. in, in a space like that and actually yeah. have an experience by yourself. Like you really have to build that trust with yourself and that knowing that, that you know you can hold yourself and literally surrender to that experience mm. until then you really need to have a guide and always someone to look after you, 100%. Yeah, trips it Yeah, 100%, always, always. Someone that you can trust and you can feel safe with, it's it's 100%. That's why you have to feel safe with the space, safe with that person that holds you or, you know, anything, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. kind of the same when we, when we did our first, like, um, yeah. LSD trip. <laughs> it was weird because, like, it was my first LSD trip, but the friend that I had, that was, he's done it plenty of times. Yeah. So technically, he was my trip setup. <laughs> so, but however, like as we were going through the trip, like I was, I was having a fucking great time. But he like fell into like a kind of like a dark loophole. Yeah. But I didn't know how to pull him out. Yeah. So my like, what am I meant to do? Considering this is my first trip, how am I gonna pull you out of this place? If you're you're the person who's meant to be pulling me out of the place. Mm. So it was just kind of like, <laughs> like, what the what yeah. the fuck do you do? I mean, whereas like now at least, 
after like a couple of sessions, I know like how I could potentially pull them out. Mm-hmm. Um, however, back then it was just like kind of I'm just like bro, sorry, like you're gone, bro. Is that I could do? Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it was a it was an interesting experience, and you l- learned a lot. It changed. It changes a lot about how you kind of start perceiving yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you've got to take it seriously, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like what I was writing in my laptop the other day. I wrote a piece last night about um, having a practice passport. Like sometimes nowadays, like in self help, we've got this practice passport, psychedelic passport, and we're just going to stamp off to say that we've done something mm-hmm. rather than being in the actual experience of doing it. You know, um, even like journaling or breath work or meditation or pleasure practice or you know sexual connection, like whatever it is or gym, or whatever it is, just you, just doing it because you got it on your to-do list and just to say that you've done it. Yeah, and even with on. psychedelics and stuff, to say that you've done it, or going and doing the toad, or ayahuasca, to say that you've done it, like that intention is gonna fuck you up because that's not coming from an authentic place. Yeah. And you will not be prepared for the kind of shit that it's gonna show you, you know? And it, it's just it's just be really honest with ourselves that you know, we've got, really gotta take this seriously. Like I've got my first ayahuasca ceremony coming up next week. And um, there's a whole process to prepare for that. Like the whole week beforehand, no dairy, no meat, no sauces, um, no bread. No garlic, no salt. No garlic, no salt, no spices, Mm. no supplements, no cacao, no stimulant, nothing. Just fruit and vegetables, that is it. No, Mm. no nothing extra, very bland and lots of water. And that's a whole commitment and, and a lot of it. And you don't have to do it. But it's like, how seriously are you, you going to take, take this? Yeah, yeah. How committed are you to, to, to the journey and to the, and to the medicine? Because the medicine's showing up for you. Are you going to show up for yourself? And it's just, you got to, everything has to be respectful, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we can't use something so sacred to numb ourselves from where we've, we, we've been going. We've been, what's, what's the opposite of evolving? Devolving. Devolving. Yeah. We've been devolving. Nice. We cannot use the thing that was evolving us all that time ago to escape from what is devolving us because it's just going to take us further back. You know, it's disrespectful. Like we need to be very honest that we're used, we're, something's going to evolve us and you need to know like what that's going to consist of and you need to take it very seriously. And again, you guys know integration is a thing. You can't just go back to your nine to five job and think that, any, that any, <laughs> anything goes like, no you know, with what people are going to say to you that you're going to deal with it in the same way. Like you're trying to integrate this new version of you with your old reality that was representative and a correct vibration, vibrational match to the old you, you got so many things that are pulling you back to be that old version of yourself. Mm. You know, you gotta, you gotta really know, like you gotta, like Theo said, a whole week, um, sometimes more, but um, do what you need to do to really have like the two weeks, the week beforehand, process the week after to pay respect not only to the medicine but yourself but you're integrated with the medicine for longer than just that trip yeah it's yeah. working on you for a long time and you've it got a hundred percent it becomes part of you so you've got to mm. nourish those new areas of your brain that have been connected like the parts of your heart that have been connected you know you can't just go back to work where you hate your fucking job you're just there mm. for the money you hate the person sitting next to you you hate your boss you already think it's unfair that you're having to do your person's work you know what i mean and because yeah. all of that is it not only is it going to distract you you get a mental health breakdown you're going to have a mental health breakdown that's exactly it. it's going to make stuff worse and yeah. it's just it's just not worth it and then someone that is going to go and do that probably doesn't even feel comfortable enough to admit that oh i fucked up like i need yeah, to yeah. they're just going to keep suppressing it 
and then they're probably gonna do the same thing again because they're so fucked they need to escape it with medicine yeah. again mm. they're gonna do the same thing again you know yeah, a human condition a will turn anything disaster. seemingly <laughs> positive to something toxic You've got to be yeah. careful when your ego is running, running the show. Yeah, yeah. I think I had because you'll run out of road. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Eventually. Hundred percent. Mm. I think I had an experience with like DMT. I think I did it the first time on New Year's, and it was an amazing, profound experience. And then I did it. I think um, the the second time a month after, and then another time with like one of the housemates. And I remember on that third trip, um, I had. I had some some energy or some entity telling me like you're abusing this, you're overusing this, you should stop. I was like, okay, cool. Message received. Message received. Ain't get no clearer than that. <laughs> I'm done. But actually, after that, after that day, I'm pretty sure I still had like um, like a third of a gram left. I never found the gram. I just ne- it just lost it. <laughs> yeah, it just lost. That entity smoked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but me on the other well, hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where you going? Yeah. 